Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time. And if you're a D's fan like our producer is, you probably woke up with a big old smile on your face. One of the starring players last night was Charlie Spargo. Two goals from his 15 touches. Charlie, welcome to Sunday Crunch Time. Thanks for having me, Sarah. It was quite the performance. The dogs were coming at you. They challenged you, but you guys really rallied in that second half. How did it feel being back out there and playing a brand of football that really looked like D's footy? Yeah, I think it was um, it was pretty good. As you said, we were we were challenged um, quite strongly in the second quarter. Obviously, they're a great team with some some real strengths in the in the midfield and up forward. Um, just proud of our group, the way we were able to. Uh, adjust on the fly mid-term and sort of shift our mindset um, and, and get the momentum back um, in our favour. You know, mid-quarter, not having to wait till half-time for the coaches to sort of make a change. So, um, yeah, we just sort of acknowledge just that there's going to be momentum shifts throughout the game when you're playing good teams. So it's about handling what they what they give out you yeah, and then finding a way to sort of, yeah, flip the script. Charlie, Cal Toomey, thanks for coming on for a chat. Let's talk about Cozzy. He was exceptional <laughs> last night. What's it like playing alongside him when he's up and about like that? Yeah, it's, uh, Cal, it's crazy. It's, you sit back and watch a lot of the time. But um, I think, you know, obviously we see the amazing things he does that others can't, the, the goals and the how fast he is and the high-flying sort of stuff. But um, his game's built on a really honest style of footy. Like, we always talk about it. Um, his game's set up when he's, you know, he's one touch. He's such a clean player. Um, and he does the defensive things. Like, he's the way he chases and pressures the opposition is really quite remarkable and he instills fear in them when they've got the ball so he built, he gives those opportunities to kick goals for himself when he when he does like the really basic things so um oh, he's an incredible player i love playing with him what's it been like over the last couple of years to form that partnership with him and alongside some other small forwards as well within the melbourne lineup we saw Kate chandler come through last night as well and take his opportunity when they popped up you guys must have a pretty strong bond yeah that's right i think um all the sort of we call ourselves speed forwards um, at the club, that's what Greg Staff, our forwards coach, has sort of coined us as. But yeah, we've got a really good bond. Um, we've sort of yeah, it hasn't been you know built over one preseason. It's been sort of three or four years building a bit of a culture within the forward line of guys who are really coachable and um, highly compliant in their roles. And um, as soon as you know a young person like Bailey Laurie comes into the club, he learns from from guys like Alex and um, sort of see myself as a bit of a leader within that forward line now as well. So. Um, we understand, you know, within our little group of, of speed forwards that it's a pretty demanding role and, um, you know, some nights it's not going to be the most nourishing but it's a vitally important um, sort of role for the team and that's why when guys have good games like Cozzy and, you know, Kay comes in and makes a real impact, we're just genuinely happy for one another because we understand how hard we, we all work both on and off the field. Take us into a speed forwards meeting. What's that like? Do you separate yourselves from the taller forwards or the slow forwards maybe? <laughs> yeah, so, so Staff, um, Greg Staff, that is, he sort of um, is big on language and how he sort of speaks. So we're not small forwards, we're speed forwards, and it's not tall forwards, they're power forwards. So um, it's a sort of around building that language. Even if you're not as fast as Cozzy with your feet, um, you sort of speed in the mind. So that's what we sort of talk about in the power forwards are, sort of speaks for itself. But, um, yeah, we sort of just, as I said before, we're all um, highly compliant. Um, everyone's sort of, um, 
knows their role in, inside and out. And um, every now and then you get the chance to sort of make a real impact with the ball in your hands. Scotty Lucas, were you a speed forward or were you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd call Scotty a hybrid. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know how you've weaved me into this, Cal, but no, no, I'm interested on the, the language that Greg Stafford's created uh, here. Charlie, and can we add nourishing? Tell nourishing. us what nourishment is for a speed forward. Um, well, when I say nourishing, I mean getting the ball and kicking goals. Cause, yeah, well, that's what I um, thought. It's a bag full. That's <laughs> nourishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, obviously just because, you know, we work. We do a lot of running. Um, plenty of the time it's, it's unrewarded. So, as I said, when you see someone kick a goal, you celebrate for them because you know what they've, they've done to get the ball in their hands. And you mentioned shifting momentum back your way. How does that evolve, Charlie? Is it structural, playing slightly different um, style? Is it your leaders? Would, is it commentary yeah. out on the field? How does that happen, or what does it look like for your team? Yeah, I, I think it's less structural um, as this year and in the preseason. It's probably more um, not just our leaders, but everyone sort of um, – we've done a lot of work on the way we communicate with each other um, you know, being able to identify when the momentum is against us and what sort of language you can use on the field to sort of get people to reset um, when we're being genuinely challenged. And I think last night was, you know, as good. you can do it as much as you want at training in the preseason, but when the, the bright lights are on, you're in a game, um, there's points up for grabs and the, the pressure's really on, which it was last night when they threw a fair bit at us in the second quarter. It was exciting for us just to really handle that challenge pretty well and, um you know, band together and, and stop it and then get the get the momentum going our way. Charlie, Leon, Cameron, well done on last night, mate. Thanks, Leon. Uh, just quickly, I know you started talking about the, the, the speed forwards, which clearly Scotty Lucas wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, I just want you to touch on a couple of players that we probably haven't heard much of. I know you, Cade Chandler, um, you touched on before, but uh, Judd McVie as well. I mean, just want you to... Give us a little bit of insight into those two boys. Yeah, um, Cade's, so Cade's is his fifth year now. He's sort of um, always been around the mark. Um, so the last two to three years, had a few uh, injuries untimely, but he's been incredibly resilient. Um, you know, was the sub a lot the last two years. Uh, and that's been an AFL quality player for a couple of years, which hasn't been able to sort of get in the side, but he's an incredibly hard worker. Um, physically, he's, he's quite a specimen. He's um, one of the fittest at the club and um, puts a lot of time into his body and as you saw last night, just a really sort of clean and, and dynamic player and a really good person to play with. Um, he's incredibly selfless and um, although he hasn't played a lot of footy, I feel like he's, he, um, he's, it feels like he's an experienced player out there. He's, he's calm, he's got a good temperament so um, happy for him that he's, he's in the team and he's making a real impact. And then um, Judd, uh, obviously a second year player who um, last year probably wasn't very close to playing, probably had a few things, not not through his fault to work on, but just sort of learning the game and um, learning what it's like to play AFL footy. But he put in just a mountain of work in the off-season and came back in incredible shape um, right up there in the time trials and, um, you know, has been sort of learning under Christian Salem and, and Michael Hibbard. They've put a fair bit of time into sort of um, watching vision with him and, and helping him learn the, the game plan and um, learning what it takes to play AFL. But he's just someone who through the work he did in the pre-season and the off-season, he's just earned a lot of trust among uh, a backline that um, is pretty, you know, pretty a pretty good backline in the AFL. So he's earned the trust and respect of those guys and he's, he's playing a really important role for us. 
We're speaking to Charlie Spargo from the Demons. The speed forward is what we've learnt, Cal. Now, the Tap Brothers or, or Grawn, I'm not sure what we're <laughs> calling Brody Grundy and, and Max Gorn, the pairing, but how did you see it last night, Charlie? It looked pretty good from where we were sitting. Yeah, I, I definitely um, wouldn't want to be an, an opposing, opposing coach um, playing against that. Obviously, two incredible players uh, in their own right, but um, good that sort of they can both go, go in the ruck and, and spit forward at different times and just sort of not be very predictable to the opposition, similar to what we had with Luke last year. But um, Brody's fit in. Obviously, we know what Max is. He had an incredible game last night and he's, he's our fearless leader. But, um, yeah, Brody's fit in quite seamlessly to the club and, um, yeah, really performing as well, which is good to see. A lot made of your tools, a lot made of the dogs' tools as well with their four tall forwards. Did you see that and, and look at that as something you could potentially exploit if it did hit the ground last night um, as a defensive sort of element to the game as well? Yeah, that's right. Obviously, it was it was going to be um, sort of not... It was going to be pretty tough with, with Steve out and they had a lot of tolls as well. But, um, yeah, I guess that's sort of where you sort of look if you can have a potential advantage of the, they've got four tolls. So um, if we can just do it, do our job and, you know, everyone else, everyone, you know, sort of comes across and helps out in the air. Once it gets to the ground, we've got that advantage sort of running out of the back line. I thought Jake Bow did a really good job of um, sort of driving that, and so did Judd, as we touched on earlier. Um, as soon as the ball hit the ground, Angus, uh, Judd and Jake did a really good job of sort of accelerating out of the area and, um, yeah, putting their strengths on show. You obviously tasted premiership success over there in Perth a, a couple of years ago. How much does the exit of the finals last year sit in the stomach over summer? Is it real? Yeah. Is it tangible when you, you start a new season as well? Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was a, a really poor way to go out, and I think... Um, we, you know, we, you had to acknowledge where our shortcomings were last year, and um, which was, you know, when other teams we were up in a lot of games last year, including the finals. But when other teams sort of got a run on, we couldn't stop it. So, um, yeah, we've acknowledged where we went wrong last year, but um, we've used it, you know, as fuel to an extent. But um, we've sort of moved on and 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 looked at ourselves and how how we can improve on on our game and um, sort of what we did last night in terms of that adjustment mid quarter to handle what the other team's throwing at us. So, um, yeah, it's, it was it was an average way to go out, but I feel like we've, we've used it as a learning experience and we're sort of pushing on to this year now. Well, Charlie, it was an incredible start. Good luck for the rest of the season and good luck against Brisbane next Friday at the Gabba. That will be an absolute cracker. They'll probably be smarting a little bit, but I think it'll be one we're all tuning into. So thanks for joining us on Sunday Crunch Time. Thanks for having me, guys.